Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. This is Wesley Virus. I am back from the virus. It didn't get me, Josiah. Oh, good. Yes, I we. Uh, there I defeated, minute. but you know what did get me was the West Nail virus, because yeah. I am back and better <laughs> than ever. You sounded thrilled for me to be back. Uh, yes, <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, it is Saturday, August. Uh, what is it? Twenty first. So that means we have a week recap, a little sports show yes, for you. Go check us out on YouTube. Comment what happened this week. What your favorite thing, your favorite thing that happened this week. That's what I want to know in the sports world. Your favorite thing that happened this week on YouTube at West Nail Virus. Subscribe, hit the bell, like the video. All right. You can also follow us, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We're going to watch. Uh, we're going to talk about football, NFL and NCAA stuff that's going on. We're going to talk a little bit about and we're just going to let you know because we're going to talk about um, stuff that's going on, kind of update you on MLB, uh, what's going on in the soccer world, uh, what's happening in NHL and NBA world. Just kind of update you on a few things here and there. So and we're going to jump to it because we don't want to waste any more of your time. The NHL yeah. starts October 12th with an 82-game season with an expanded yes. Uh, with an expansion team. I don't know. Yeah. Expansion with the Seattle right. Kraken. So they had an expansion cool draft. It's, it's a very cool name. Um, we didn't have it in our logo tier list because it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing yet. Um, I think it was, but technically well, yeah, they haven't played a season yet, so it doesn't count. I don't know. Right. Exactly. But if you want to see their logo, I'm going to hold it up to the camera right now. Go on YouTube. But I think their logo is not bad. Let's see. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. That's pretty cool. I like it. <clears throat> Happy Seattle got a team. They're a big sports town. So, but I always hear for the Ducks and the Sharks. So it doesn't matter what Ducks new team comes. Shark. Unless a new team comes to my hometown, I'm not going to be cheering for any new right, teams. Right. Uh, and then the only problem with an 82 game season is that it feels like some of these games don't matter and I don't get any of them on local stations until the playoffs. So it's going to be hard for me to watch them. Right. Well, and that's why football is so great because every game matters. Every game is a, a huge event. So, yeah, that is, that is a fun thing about football. I think. Now, if you go to a hockey game, it's, it's just a different world. I mean, they're crazy. The The games are insane. So October 12th, keep, mark your calendars. The NHL season starts with a new team added to the list. All right, moving on to the MLB. A lot of people are getting, are getting into the MLB now, into baseball season, because playoffs are coming up. So we just thought we'd update you on what you've probably missed or what you've just starting to find out. There was a crazy race in the NL East. So we're going to update you on that. The Braves are four games up. Yes, they are. They have gone on a seven game win streak to take the lead. So it's and not, they, as... were, they were competing with the Reds 
no, sorry, not the Reds. What I'm talking about the Phillies, the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Phillies, and uh, the New York Mets, who were like a game and a half behind at the beginning of it. The Mets dropped two games and won once against the San Francisco Giants. And the Phillies lost to uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Then they beat, or then, nope, they lost twice to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Did they beat them? And they lost three times to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. So they dropped three games against the Diamondbacks. (laughs) And uh, the Braves won all their games. So the games are now, the Braves are now four games up. So, and that's your team, Josiah. So you yes, cannot be is. any more happy about that. I'm excited about the MLB. <laughs> this is new for Josiah. This is new. However, in the NL West, oh, we've had a race this whole time, but the, the, the two teams at the top are just running away with the baseball league, with the MLB. So there hasn't yes. been too much talk. But the Giants are only one and a half games up now because the Dodgers – are on fire they are nine and one in their last 10 and they've won eight straight i saw this meme the other day it had the giants it had the football play where i think russell wilson threw an interception against against the cardinals and he's running yeah. down, down the sideline and dk metcalf just start sprints and catches up with him and it had the giants as the cardinals player and here come the dodgers uh, it, I hate to see that because I'm a Giants fan. But what are you going to do? I mean, we're still going to make the playoffs. I I hope I didn't just jinx everything. But I'm pretty sure we're still going to make the playoffs. But I would oh, love... Oh, the Giants absolutely should make the playoffs. They got the most wins in, in baseball right now. Yeah, but... I do have a prediction that we're going to finish the season with the most wins in baseball. So I'd like to like to keep that one. Right. <laughs> so th- there's a tight one in the NL West. So the National League is a fun, a fun one to watch. the The wild card, it, it, it's it's a good one to watch as well. Um, and then, but we just dropped one against the in the Bay Area game last night to the Oakland A's. So that was. And just so everyone knows, um, we're about five weeks ish maybe five and a half weeks ish away from uh, the end of the MLB season. So that's why these races are starting to get real important. We're getting towards the end of the season towards playoffs. There you go. (laughs) Onto the biggest sport in, in the world, Josiah. That is soccer or football. Yes. What's happening in the MLS our local league? Well, what's happening in the MLS, the American League? First of all, the Portland Timbers uh, played one game this week and they tied uh, the uh, Sporting Kansas City and they dropped out of the top seven in the West. Um, but they are two games behind the San Jose Earthquakes, who took their spot at number seven. Um, the San Jose Earthquakes beat LA Galaxy and um, tied Minnesota, which which put them into seventh. But the Portland Timbers, as, as I said, two games behind. Um, the uh, Seattle Sounders beat FC Dallas, so they're doing good. They, they're in first place in the West. Um, earthquakes in Minnesota tied. I said that already. 
The Rapids beat LA Galaxy, the Colorado Rapids, so they're in fourth in the West with only 18 games played. So they're two games behind almost everyone. They're three games behind a couple of teams. Um, and so, so they're doing really well. Um, but yeah, Portland Timbers dropped out. Um, and then you got in the East, New England Revolution won again. That's what you're going to hear every week. They're destroying Nashville and Orlando City SC tied. Um, so that's kind of, they just both got one point. They both stayed in the top seven. Uh, and Philadelphia Union beat New York City FC. They're now tied in points in the table, but New York City FC is a game behind. So there's there's a lot going on right now. Um, and then we were also going to give a little mention to the fact that Atlanta first United. First topic of the day. Yeah, yeah, first topic of the day. Atlanta United has um, the biggest, biggest, uh, not stadium, what's the word? Fan base, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> The largest attendance attendance. There's the word. Um, they had two games this week and they had 42,000 and 67,000 respectively at those two games. While the top game outside of those two games anywhere around the league was the Portland Timbers versus the Seattle Sounders, which is a huge rivalry, by the way, which is a big rivalry. And they had 25,000. So they didn't they even had, come close. Yeah, they didn't even come close. They were so, and Atlanta United is a newer team, so they have done a great job building a culture there where fans come enjoy the game, uh, learn to learn the game and how to be passionate and how to cheer in a soccer atmosphere. Yeah, where I don't know if other stadiums and teams are doing that. Now, you could say Portland and you could say Seattle probably are doing that. Um, I've heard that there's great atmospheres in the MLS because I haven't been everywhere in the MLS to, to these MLS games. Right, right. But just based off of tickets sold and attendance-wise, now, granted, they may not have the biggest stadiums either, but when right. you when you are consistently putting 40 to 60 at least 40,000 in seats. That is a huge crowd. Not only huge, that is a loud crowd. And that's what you need. Now, it's not helping Atlanta United right now. But, right, right. <laughs> but that just shows you what, what the city of Atlanta thinks about their soccer team. They love them no matter what. They're always there. Yeah. And it's very interesting because soccer – you wouldn't peg the South as the place that soccer would start getting. <laughs> that popular, is the last you know? place. Last place. I guess, I guess we just really love sports down here. Um, we just really love sports. <laughs> no, I wish, I wish it was like that everywhere. In uh, California yeah. people don't even know what sports are. That in some, in some cases that is surprisingly true. Um, one Little more. Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say one more piece of news in <laughs> soccer, not MLS. I say um, I have one too. Barcelona SC, who lost Messi, kind of a big thing that happened last <laughs> week. I guess. Kind of. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, they uh, played two games this week and they won one and they tied one. So 
once again, Messi's departure doesn't seem to have affected them all that much. Well, and I'll say something about the team he joined in Paris, PSG. They have played three games in the French League, and they have won all three. And Messi has not played in any of them. So we'll see. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out and how he affects the game and the team when he comes in. Yes. You would assume things can only get better, but they've won all their games. Right. In in League One. Don't fix it if it's not broke. Right. So I would keep, I hate to say it. But I'd keep pushing back his debut until let's until I don't know let's save for a game or something. But yeah, drop they at least draw. So, um, moving on, NBA. So there is no not much news other than the summer league. If you want to talk like on court stuff, what's going on? Right. Summer league doesn't count. Like the Kings have, I think the Kings won and. They won last year, or they they've won the summer league twice, but they always stink. So, well, actually, I will say one thing about summer league. I don't know if anybody's been tracking any specific players, but I've been following Bull Bull, son of Minute Bull. Uh huh. He's killing it. He is killing it in the in the in the summer league. So, good for him. So I hope to see him get called up. Yeah, I guess it's fun just to watch the young guys. It's like NFL preseason, I guess. Right. Yeah, um, but kind of the bigger news and a topic that we're going to touch on and we might stay here for a little bit is that Draymond Green and Kevin Durant had a little chat. Uh, it was put on by Bleacher Report. Draymond Green has, I guess, got a show. I think it's called Chips on Bleacher Report. Go watch it. It's a fun watch. Um, but one of the things that they talk about is Kevin Durant's time at the Warriors. So I, I'm just going to, sh- and what they talk about is they, they had beef during a game in a game, KD and Draymond Green. I'm sure most NBA fans will remember this and it continued into the locker room. So they dug deep into this event. You could say this disagreement and what I learned and what I took away from this is that Draymond is the guy at the Golden State Warriors. He is the guy that is holding together this team. Because what happened, Josiah, I know you didn't watch it. For the people that didn't watch it, right. here's, here's kind of they what happened. They had their beef during the game. It continued into the locker room. What Kevin Durant wanted, and this is ultimately why Kevin Durant left the Warriors, this beef with Draymond Green. Interesting. And he said he would do it a million times over again. So, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> I I have a greater respect for Kevin Durant after watching this. So if you're a Kevin Durant hater, go watch it. All right. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Kevin Durant was hoping that the team would rally behind the two behind Draymond and KD and say, guys, screw whatever happened. Kind of like what happened with the Bulls and Scottie Pippen. He said when Scottie Pippen didn't come in the game, everyone was like, F him. We're playing. Let's go. Let's go win the game. Well, that's not what happened. No one said anything. It was no one said anything. 
they the first thing they did was they wanted Draymond Green to apologize. Hmm. The leader, the coaches, the people holding administration roles wanted Draymond Green to apologize. So, and I and Draymond Green did not want that to be the the reason why he apologized. He want he wanted to apologize to Kevin Durant because it was between him and Kevin Durant and no one else. Everyone right. else stay out of it. We'll take care of it. Right. So, and and Kevin Durant kind of felt the same way, and he was kind of like screw Draymond. So, and and that's why I think that's what separates Michael Jordan from everybody else. Or they're kind of he's kind of like I, I'm here to play basketball. It doesn't matter. Was he, was he kind of one of those, I'll take a pay cut to help the team kind of guys? Michael Jordan? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he was, if he legitimately did that. But that type of guy, I, I think he was the type of guy that left everything at the door. The second he walked into the gym, it didn't matter what was going on outside. It's the only thing that mattered was winning. That's it. Compare it to compare it to football. Brady. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, Brady, Brady has. I mean, he's legitimately taken multiple pay cuts over the years just to help his team out. Right. But I. Yes. So basically is what I'm getting, what you're what you're trying to get at, Josiah, is that he does everything in his power to win the game, whether that's right. take a pay yeah. cut, you know, take a charge, whatever. Right. He doesn't necessarily care about himself. He wants to win. And he doesn't he doesn't care who's on the floor. We're winning right. the game. And so what, what this told me is like Draymond is the guy holding this together because he is the only one that it sounded like going to Kevin Durant. There was beef between them. You know, I, I'm just, let's just say I was on the team. I'm like, Hey guys, be, before you leave the game, like, cause as a, as a coach, this is what we do before you leave the gym. If there's beef between anybody, we make sure we sit there and they talk and then they shake hands and do do a bro hug before they leave right i mean it's like that and i i do the same thing in life when there's a problem when my wife and i have beef with each other you know there's an issue we don't go to bed uh, sorry it's just funny to describe an argument between you and your wife as beef <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah. we're beefing right now it's <laughs> Well, and it's same when I ha- when I have beef with you, Josiah. When I have oh, yeah. beef with no, anyone absolutely. else, absolutely. you don't sit on it and the, and you start making things up in your head, and right. things get worse right. and worse. You don't do that, right? You, know, you need to figure it out right now. And Draymond did that, and I don't. Clay Thompson didn't step up, as far as we know. Stephen Curry, Steph Curry didn't, didn't didn't step Iguodala. up, as far as we know. Nobody did that, as far as we right. know. It was Draymond. The coaches didn't do it. Owners, G- GM, like, nobody did that. Based on what we know, Draymond is the only person who said, hey, KD, listen. Right. So, Sorry. I don't see the play. Warriors, unless Draymond comes out and takes over and kind of leads Clay and Steph to a place. And it's hard for Clay because he hasn't played, right? It, it's really, it's actually harder if you're not playing to have respect. Yeah, he's done a lot, but he's always injured. He's not on the court. Right. So maybe they can respect what he's done in the past. Right. But and even then, you know, I see things about Clay Thompson, quieter guy, always going after the Instagram models or models or whatever. 
it, it seems like his head is somewhere else. That may not be the case, but, and then Steph, you know, he's a family guy saying he's not as quiet. He's nice, nice family guy. Right. It doesn't seem like they have this mean spirit in them that you have to hate your mother attitude that you have to have to win basketball games. Right. Right. They, they can, do, I mean, it, it's really hard for me to say that because I feel like I'm contradicting myself because they've won basketball games. Like right. they, they have, but is well, it a lot of basketball Draymond games. was there leading the way. Right. I don't know. It's hard to tell. He was so, definitely the best like, defensive presence on the court uh, for the Warriors. So that that is a man out there. That is a full grown man. Get out of his way. Draymond is super tough. Rebounder and defender. That's what he and did. a nut kicker. Legitimately, <laughs> but yeah. So I, it's if the Warriors want to be good again, I think that they have to uh, kind of jump on this bandwagon with Draymond to be this really tough team. Um, and, and, and they have some good rookies, so Sounds we'll, good we'll, to see me. Where, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. And I'm a big KD fan so, now, so I, I love KD now. All right. There's my rant on the NBA and the culture in the NBA. All right. Let's move well, on to college football, baby. College football. Only one piece of news in here, and that would be the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 Alliance. And Well, two pieces in news, actually. There's this and one other thing. But this one is kind of a big one because they are trying to form an alliance specifically around scheduling. Um, They're trying to form a scheduling alliance where they would schedule kind of big games in between – their teams and their conferences so that their out of conference games would be more competitive, more fun to watch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Beef it so up. The SEC can't just exactly. So the SEC just can't just take over everything, um, which is what they're worried about because the NCAA's power is, you know, rescinding a lot. Um, and the SEC has been growing a lot. It's like all the money's in the SEC right now. I mean, all of it. Like, there's probably as much money in the SEC as every other conference combined. I mean, yeah, it's. I it's, would. It's I would put my money on that. I, I. I probably would too. I mean, honestly, like it's all the biggest money colleges are there. Um, and at least in football. Um. So yeah, they're they're forming a Vandy? scheduling alliance. Come on. I didn't say all the ones there were the biggest. <laughs> Vandy, maybe not so much. Uh, but I mean, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, now Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, Tennessee probably still sells a good bit despite being terrible. Yeah, they all um, they all sell a good amount. Yeah. But anyways, beside the point. Yeah, the, they're they're kind of worried about their position in, in the football conference world and uh so they're forming an alliance now as much as i hate to see like white as much as as much as i hate to see the big five or the power five get more power because that's all that's happening here and it right it looks as though we are on a trajectory towards 
where only the power five matters. And the group of five schools are not going to get a shot at all because this, the, oh gosh, the power five school, everybody in the power five was complaining about the sec. Like this is a power grab. This is a power grab. Well, how do you fight fire? Well, you got to fight it with fire. So here we go. Here's another power grab. Right. To beef up their schedules to compete, to make it into, make it into the uh, college football playoffs. So that if we lose two games, you know, it looks a little better. Right. And at least this way, still... at least this way, it's not SEC, 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 SEC. At least this way, you know, six, six of 12 teams, possible 12 team playoff thing or sticking with four so three of the four teams aren't sec teams that would be horrible no and i think if you're an ncaa person the what you're cheering for right now is for the ncaa to kind of say all right guys i'm gonna you're fighting fire with fire now i'm gonna fight my i'm gonna use my fire to fight your fire and your fire and we're gonna take the conference winners conference champions into a playoff and then, then like the next best two for like, you know, 12. See, that's, that's, playoff. and that is, that is what I would like to see. That's what I would like to see. I'd like and, to see all the conference champions and next best and next, next two. And that would be the best way for the NCAA to just sit, to go shove one. If you got to go on YouTube to see that, but, um, but that, I mean, that being said, sure. Like for those who are against the conference champion thing, I get it. Okay. The champion of the conference USA, whoever they play, they're going to lose. Okay. <laughs> they're not going to win. I understand that. That's not the point. If they do win, now they're playing Alabama for a shot at the national title and they're going to get demolished. But that's going to happen anyway. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the college football playoff, but like at least one team every year is getting beat, the pants beaten off of them. I mean, like, <laughs> 40 to seven kind of scores like every time there's at least one team. It was Notre Dame. Then it was Oklahoma. Then it was Alabama got beat bad. Like it's, it's every year there's some blowout win. So why not just expand it, make the blowout win a little bit less newsworthy. And uh, yeah, it's all about equal opportunity. It's not about equal outcome. This is for all my American brothers and sisters, and you too, Josiah. Right. You are my exactly. It's all about equal opportunity. Get everybody in there. Give them the opportunity. It's the same about... teams are still going to win. We're not hurting Alabama's chances. I mean, these schools are looking for equal outcome. They want the e- the same amount of money that the SEC gets, or that they're never going to get that, and they won't get that. Just, but if the N- the if the NCAA wants any power. They have to guarantee equal opportunity with what they're doing or with. Right. Well, the problem is right now with no conference champion, with no reason to really win your conference. Why does it matter what conference you're in? It doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. The promotion relegation tier system. I mean, pretty much at this point, if everyone's just going to be moving (laughs) conferences every year, but like, I mean, genuinely like, if you don't need to win your conference, then why would anyone join the Mountain West? Or why would anyone join the Sun Belt? You know, like, why would you want to be in the Sun Belt? As soon as you're a good team in the Sun Belt, you want to get out of the Sun Belt 
So you get more money playing other schools. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason to be in these other conferences. And so at this point, you've got to the point where not only does the group of five hold all the power. Power five. Sorry, yeah. Power five hold all the power, but there is now no reason for the group of five. Yeah. Like there's just genuinely no reason for it to exist because there's they have no chance of winning anything. Anyone who's in those conferences. I don't think I do think they have a chance of winning. Oh, I think they have a chance of winning. I, I'm <laughs> saying it being in the playoff and winning. Yes. The National championship. championship. Yeah. Equal opportunity. All right. Uh, Josiah, what the heck is happening with your Georgia Bulldogs? Why is everyone injured? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So this is the other other little bit of NCAA news. Um, we have got. Uh, let me see if I can find this list. Hold on. I have it on my phone and I forgot to pull it up. But you have a bunch of guys that are injured. Ton of guys. Okay. So injury report heading into week two of fall camp. That's right now. Week two. Week two. Two weeks of camp. Jermaine Burton hurt his ankle. Wide receiver. Kiaris Jackson hurt his knee. Wide receiver. Dominic Blaylock hurt his knee. Wide receiver. George Pickens also wide receiver hurt his knee. So three knee injuries and one ankle injury to a wide receiving core. All those starters. Then John Fitzpatrick and Darnell Washington, our top two tight ends, have both have foot injuries. Then Jalen Kimber and Tyke Smith, both uh, defensive backs, uh, they have an ankle injury and a shoulder injury. And then Warren Erickson and Owen Condon, both offensive linemen, have a, have a hand injury and a knee injury. So in total... How many players are hurt? I, so I one, was two, three, laughing. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Ten <laughs> players injured. And as far as I'm aware, all to almost all of them are starters. And who's your first game against? The Clemson Tigers. <laughs> The Clemson Tigers. Oh man! All right, we're so- going into the game against the Clemson Tigers with with our. We're playing against DJ Ulagolagalele, whatever his name is. He's supposed to be really good, right? They're supposed to have great wide receivers, right? Mr. We have Dr. two Pepper. defensive backs hurt. Two defensive backs. We know they always have a good defense, or at least a, a pretty good defense. We have four wide receivers and two offensive linemen in our top two tight ends. All right. So who's to blame? What, what, what's going on here? I have no clue, but if it's Kirby, I want his head. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Don't fire Kirby. Just someone tell him to chill the frick out. Someone is working these. I don't know if it's our strength and conditioning coach. If it's Kirby at practice. Or if it's their position, their positional coaches are all just freaked up. But someone needs to chill out and pull off, like just pull back off these guys. Just get off them, you know, be like, hey, you can have a little bit of rest. Maybe don't work them as hard as you're working them. Um, Obviously, something isn't right. We shouldn't have 10 potential starters injured. Um, No other team is dealing with this. Like, yeah, I don't know. Good. It, it's got to be so. From from what 
from my experience playing football, I always hated the idea of hitting in practice, right? Hitting your own team, but you have to learn how to tackle, right? Right. You got to hit some. Yes. And that's why I am a big fan of these remote control bags, you know, that they've made now. These like robot bags that can move and you hit them because there's nothing like real life, real speed and things like that and hitting and angles and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I will say hitting is good, but you can't do it to your own team. Yeah. Don't go flying in at full speed and knock the crap out of our starting wide receivers knee. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's, you know, what happened, but we have three wide receivers with knee injuries. Yeah. And one with another one with an ankle. And then you have two tight ends with lower body with lower leg injuries. Mm -hmm. And that's a big problem because you have to have your legs. Yeah. You have to have them. It's kind of the biggest thing you need in football, actually, because you have to move. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I understand it's, I think it's really easy for a tight end to get injured because you're running down the middle. You're going to get popped. That's why these guys are huge. And right. you, well, you have to block and do, you have to be able to do everything. You're right. going to take some hits. Now your wide receivers, whatever they are doing needs to change. Yeah, absolutely. Four wide receivers. Now, if you look at the NFL, like preseason, where do all the fights start? Where's it? Where does it seem that all the fights start between wide receiver and a DB? Because we got wide receivers and DBs have big egos, right? It's a one-on-one matchup most of the time in preseason and in practice. So you know you're working on getting better. So it's getting personal, right? right, right. Start, and so these fights break out. Are they throwing cheap shots? I doubt it, because it's the same team. But but the egos is what I'm I'm just spitballing here. Their egos are getting in the way and it might be going to a place where it is causing injuries. Too much competition possibly. Too I, much competition. I don't know. Georgia inter team competition. Maybe. Yeah, the Georgia Bulldogs better figure it out soon because they're They freaking better. They they're supposed to contend for the SEC Championship this year, but it's not going to happen when you have most of your starters injured. When half your team, yeah, that's not you're not even playing with the same team anymore. I mean, we're almost a completely different team. Ten guys, all, all on the offensive side of the ball. Almost all. Two of them were in defense, but oh. yeah, almost all of them were on the offensive side of the ball. If you can't move the ball, you can't win, can you? No. And also the two that the two that are hurt on defense are both defensive backs, which is the position that we're weakest at. So. <laughs> So good Someone luck. needs to smarten up here. Good luck, Josiah. Have fun this year. <laughs> no, I do think, though, that if, if Georgia doesn't win and they don't get these guys back soon, I, I know you love Kirby, but there needs to be an honest conversation about Kirby. Because, oh, there does. Yeah. Absolutely. There does. I mean, I, I don't – the thing is, like, as a Georgia fan, I don't want to say, you know – Oh, get out of here, Kirby. Because as of right now, he seems like he's our best shot at winning a, you know, winning a national title. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we, we've been getting close every year since he's been here and, uh, or almost every year. But I mean, it's, I mean, we just, yeah. Well, when our offense goes crazy, when Fresno State offense goes crazy with Kalen DeBoer, please don't take him. 
Please, that's all I ask. Is we're gonna snipe Caleb DeBoer. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh Let's man. All right. See. The big boy sport, the one you are here for, the National Football League, the No Fun League, the No Fun League. Yeah. It is definitely the No Fun League. A freaking. That's the first girl, thing man. we need to talk about, Josiah. This taunting rule. We have oh it gosh. is implemented. We have seen it at its finest now working in the preseason. What are your thoughts? Um, last time you went on a rant about um, adding more rules to sports, but specifically about taunting. What do you think about this? It's bull crap. <laughs> I mean, say it. let's I be honest. Just say the it's bull crap. <laughs> like, legit, I don't know if anyone saw it. I think it was the Tennessee Titans running back. I think it was the Colts he, running back. Colts running back. Yes, yes, it was. It was, it was, it was uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was Colts running back. You're right. He carried like four guys, like 10 yards, right? He's going, he's, uh, he's carrying these guys. He's like 10 yards. Oh, I'm feeling great. And he goes down. He gets up. He starts flexing. All he does. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's all he does. He does the downward flex. Both yeah, yeah, down. like at the guys Ugh. who he just carried for 10 yards. They couldn't bring him down for 10 yards. I'd say that warrants a flex. <laughs> Ugh, just down at him, looks down at him. That's it. Immediately. Seriously, this is ridiculous, guys. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? That that's not even a taunt. First of all, who's going to go? Oh, he's flexing. Oh, oh, that's hurtful to my soul. Like. No. Oh, my gosh. I think millennials have taken over the NFL. This. Oh, this is bad. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Seriously. What football player? What football player ever? First of all. First of all, I have not played football since I was 12 years old. Okay. And I had more offensive things than that <laughs> said to be my by coaches. Uh-huh. Like every day in practice, like, what are you doing? You know, to, to get better. You dumbass. Not, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, they didn't, they didn't cuss. I was 12, but oh, it was, <laughs> it was rec league. So, um, but yeah, anyways, I mean, seriously, guys, chill the frick out. This is not that big of a deal it's just taunting um i don't understand like tyree kill all he does freaking people have been doing that for forever there's the peace sign there's the victory sign old churchill you know what do you guys what do you want do you want this is this is what they just want freaking mindless automatons playing football every just turn it into robots at this point because at this yeah like what we're just gonna play and after every play you have to go Boom, knock a guy back three yards. Oh, and then I get tackled. Oh, now my blood's pumping. I'm super hyped up. Okay, let me just stand up and calmly walk back to the huddle. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. It is a the whole it's the whole thing. It's it is the biggest piece of elephant dung I've ever seen. That's so stupid. It that is my way of saying it's bullshit. I'm so I like it's, it's so. It's stupid. It's stupid, stupid, stupid. You get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's not, it's not working. It's not fun. You are officially the no fun. It was funny at first, the no fun league, but you are officially. Oh, no fun league. Yeah. 
when people officially air friendly. thrust, they get a flag. Nope. Now, yeah. if you flex, I can't wait till a guy like gets, showing your muscles off. I, yeah, I can't wait till the the guy gets flagged for doing the first down. Oh my gosh! Yeah, with the arm. <laughs> I'll say I don't. I don't first really. Down. It's like it's just the first down, whatever. But I mean, like, technically, it's a taunt. That, if they're it's a taunt. if they're gonna flag a, exactly. a flex, they it's, have to flag no, that. Absolutely. They got and see that's the thing is you literally if you can't if you literally can't go oh you literally have to I mean all you can do is just stand up say yes then go like that's <laughs> that might you might be able to get away with like a little little internal fist pump like yes okay <laughs> I scored the I, I won the Super Bowl winning touchdown yes. Okay. I just took a kickoff return 100 yards. What do yeah. I do? I'm just going to hand the ball to the ref and walk back to the coach. Exactly. What? Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And even after we say this, you are the no fun league. We still watch it. Yeah. Well, listen, we're on a sports show. Okay. We got to watch it. Right. But <laughs> we can't criticize. The problem is we we are criticizing and it makes me not want to watch it because right. if I have to sit there and just watch a bunch of guys go whoop mm, whoop mm, robots whoop, yeah mm, literally might as well just get a bunch of robots out there have them smack into each other we'll just go watch battle bots this will become yeah. a battle bots show yeah <laughs> I'm down actually honestly we that. should start we should start covering battle bots. But that being said, <laughs> for uh, three games to cover, uh, a lot of games Saturday and Sunday, oh my today gosh. and tomorrow. I think so. Yeah, but three games: Patriots, Eagles. Patriots smoked them, thirty-five zero. Beautiful. Takeaways from this, Josiah. Patriots QB. That is the talk of the NFL world right now. Oh my gosh! Yes. Is it going to be Cam Newton or Mac Jones? Your thoughts. Um, I still say it's going to start out Cam Newton. Um, Why? I, I still say, well, Cam Newton went eight for nine for 103 yards and one touchdown. He looked good. He looked like he did that year when they went to the Super Bowl with the Panthers. He looked good. I mean, straight up, he just looked efficient. He's he making looked the right passes. He I haven't seen Cam good. Newton look like that in two or three years. Now, maybe it's because they weren't playing the Eagles starters. I'm not really sure. Um, but... That being said, yeah, he looked great. Um, he had 88%, 88.9, so pretty much 89% um, completion percentage um, for 103 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's what do you, what do you, what else can you want from a quarterback? Mac Jones, though, went 13 for 19 for 146 yards, no touchdown, no interception. He also looked good. <laughs> they both looked um, really good. They both looked really good. I just think they'll let the veteran quarterback start. The problem is I never really know what to expect from Belichick. So well, that's a good thing to expect is that's that's my prediction. No, what to expect. I I think they start Cam Newton just because he's got the year right now. Um, they have a a larger playbook under cam Newton, they can let him run do some things in right. the goal line that they can't do with mac jones mac jones looks awesome when he sits in the pocket and delivers the ball oh, I, absolutely. he looks really good but cam newton did that he did, he did. that against he managed to it was now, great 
This is what I will say, though. The Eagles looked terrible. They suck. The Eagles look really bad. (laughs) Jalen Hurts didn't play. So that Joe Flacco played. Um, And like I stated earlier, like last week, like there might be a little QB battle going on between Joe Flacco and Jalen Hurts. Probably not within the organization. I think Joe Flacco looks better than Jalen Hurts right now. But they do not have anyone on that team that is a playmaker. I mean, let's say this. Get Jalen Rager. Yeah, they hit Jalen Rager once for five yards. Um, they Devontae Smith, they hit two times for 19 yards, once for nine, once for 10. Devontae Smith, he looks like he's pretty good at getting open. Um, I mean, we know he's a good wide receiver, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a few bright spots in terms of running backs. Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell did pretty good. Um, Elijah Holyfield did pretty good. Guy from Georgia, I like him. Good odds. Son of Evander Holyfield. Um, Boston Scott didn't look as good. Jordan Howard, meh. Miles Sanders, he rushed twice, you know, whatever. He's not Joe good. Flacco rushed twice for negative one yards. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it, it wasn't, there was no true, like insanely bright spots on that team. It, it, nobody stood out and was like, holy crap, this guy is legit. It's just like, right. oh, he looked pretty good there and he looked pretty good there, but their team didn't mesh well, or there were some key players missing or something, but something just wasn't working out in the Eagles. No, I, I, I'll say this. Doug Peterson probably will be out of a job soon. He will oh, not be in Philadelphia. I'm merciful for the, them. The best thing about this game, the brightest spot in this game was the Patriots offensive line. Yes. They looked outstanding. The quarterback, yeah. and I think, and that is why I think the quarterbacks did so well. They had all day to throw. All day. Cam didn't yeah. need to run. Right. And I and I think Cam is a better quarterback when he doesn't run. Cuz I think he gets beat up, he gets sore, his arm right. takes a beating. Right. If you can take a three-step drop, sit there for 5 seconds and deliver a rocket to a wide open guy and let him do whatever he wants in space, you're not going to lose. And one thing I've got to say, just I completely off topic really but watching cam newton throw the ball is just so interesting because the guy is so big like he's so big like he just stretches out so it's just i mean he's massive like his wingspan his legs everything's just massive it's just just very interesting is cam newton big is he big he's huge okay okay i just want to make sure he's huge just what no i'm just saying watching a guy that yeah no, it is strong. Throw the ball. It's very interesting. No, he yeah. could be. He, he could be dead. I mean, there's a reason why he won MVP when he did. Right. His, he's he's a good player. Yeah. I think he's just starting to find it. Find that energy again. I just I really hope Cam. I'm begging you. Please stop with the outfits. Just like <laughs> just don't ever do that again. The outfit, I think that's what ruined your career, man. Oh, you're, you're getting it back. He's just worried too much again. about the outfits. He's worried. He's that's all. He's just all he spends all day planning his outfits, and yeah. then, and then that could be it. Actually, anyway, that is a great argument. 
and I yeah. doesn't think about football. <laughs> Got to mentally prepare yourself, dude. All right, our second game, Chiefs versus Cardinals. Uh, I mean, not much going on there. Yeah, we know Patrick Mahomes didn't look good, but yeah, I mean, we know you're not going to bench Patrick Mahomes. No, you're not, not. going to bench Kyler Murray. No, uh, there's no issues there at the quarterback position. Um, I will say it was fun to watch Shane Buscelli. I I didn't get to watch the game. I, I watched the highlights. Um, he was the quarterback for SMU that they dropped. I actually, yeah, I, don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they drafted or signed him. As a... Anyways, he went nine for 11, 115 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. And he can run the ball. So I, I think he's a he could be a serviceable quarterback in the future, uh, whether he goes to – if he gets cut and goes to a different team. I think that another team could use him, basically. Yeah. Uh, was he was an undrafted free agent, but um, but yeah. So yeah, that's um, there's he looked pretty good. There's nothing else really no. from that game that I'll be taking to to stand out. I mean, there's some younger running backs and wide receivers. Rondell Moore, you know, is what he is. He's looking okay, um, but it's nothing nothing to stand out uh, as of as of right now. So. My one actually, my one takeaway from this game, other than, uh, I mean, outside of like players right right is the we we people talk about should starters play in preseason games and i think they should play and this is the reason why so that patrick mahomes and he players gets that first game yeah they get these jitters out they he gets this game out of the way instead of having this game week 1 week 2 or week 3 he had it the second week of the preseason and it doesn't and, matter a bit and it no one cares we know Patrick it's, Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks weeks, in the land. When 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 the season starts, we won't even remember this. Doesn't no. matter. No. This is just him getting out a little bit of little bit of looseness. You know, he's getting yeah. getting loose. Go Get fling the ball around. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, what I one more bit of news. Travis Kelsey cut his beard off. Looks terrible. <laughs> um <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> I, uh, I don't I actually I don't mind it. I like I, I mean like it is, what like it is. He, I need to shave. He looks it just look it looks like a middle-aged dad. That's all he looks like. He just doesn't he doesn't look like the same guy, you know. Before he looked like I don't know, he looked like a lumberjack. Yeah. I don't my camera's not focusing. Sorry for the people on audio. This looks weird, probably too, so whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's whatever. Anyways, uh, last game, Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Washington football team. Keep the name. <laughs> Caleb is calling for you to keep the name. Um, I think the really the only big news about this one is just the fact that Jamar Chase <laughs> went, uh, what was it? Three targets, three drops. There you go. So not looking good um, on that side. I'm not saying he's bad. We're not saying he's bad. He no. he just didn't do well in this game, and it's not a good start. Um, right. And it's only proving our point, Josiah. 
exactly. I hate to see the Bengals do poor because I love Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. I like I like the guys that play for the Bengals. Right. Higgins. Right. But if you're going to prove me right, I'm not going to be mad. Right. I mean, listen, okay. He had one catch last week. He had one catch on one target for 16 yards. Mm-hmm. 100%. He caught the ball. Good job. Caught, he caught one ball. This week, he was targeted three times and dropped all three of them. They were all ruled catchable balls, and he dropped them. That's not a good look. That's not a good look when your offensive line probably still needs more work. Hey, they only gave up one sack. Well, yes. But as far as we are aware, the starters for the Washington football team were not playing, or at least some of them were not playing. Um, They only played like a drive. Yeah, I don't believe Chase Young played um, at all. And... uh, (laughs) So, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, is what it is. They only gave it one sack, so that's good. But uh, Joe Burrow wasn't even wasn't even playing this week. So, you know, the, the starters weren't all out there for either team, but Jamar Chase dropped three balls on three targets. And, I mean, I hope he can – listen, I'm not cheering against the guy necessarily, but I'm just saying it doesn't look good. Yeah. Move, I'm going to move on to the football team. I'll move. I'm not going to move on. I'm just going to move over to the other side of the yeah. field. Good, good. <laughs> the Washington football team, they have a decision to make, just like every team does oh, yes, they do. when you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic on your team. Because Taylor Haneke, who showed up last year in the playoffs, was third string, I believe. And got the start in the playoffs and did awesome. He looks good. And I think everyone knows this, that the dude could play. Yeah. And I mean, he, did did I write it down? Yeah. He went 11 for 13 with 80 yards. So uh, I I like the guy. I think that the football team, the Washington football team, they got a uh, little QB competition going on here. Ryan Fitzpatrick went seven for 13 for 96 yards. He was sacked. I mean, with once. Ryan Fitzpatrick, there's always going to be competition. Um, every year there's competition because people only bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick when they want a guy to compete. <laughs> yeah, it's like Alex Smith. Yeah. They're like, uh-huh. all right, listen, we want you to and come Tyrod Taylor and compete for the spot. <laughs> We don't want you to win. We don't want you to play for us. We want you to compete for this spot. If you win it, good for you. If you don't, that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> you are. You have a large amount of luck, You, I guess you could call it, behind you. So wherever you go, the young guy behind you does well. Right, exactly. Whether that's coaching yeah. ability, you coach them up. No, to you- be honest. Should the Dolphins have gotten rid of Fitzpatrick? That's no, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't. They absolutely shouldn't have. Now, that being said, he didn't want to be there. He wanted to be a starter. He said that. Mm-hmm. So probably couldn't have held on to him. But I mean, I would rather have Fitzpatrick than Brissett, Sinet, or Tungavailoa as of right now. I'm yes. not saying, you know, they can't get better, but. Ah, I'm with you. Uh when Fitzpatrick is on, 
I want him over a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. He's, he's legit. Oh, when he's on, he might be the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is when he's off, he's one of the worst. <laughs> oh, man. He goes from throwing six touchdowns to five interceptions. It's, you know, he's, he's on or he's off. It's, it's, and it's easy to tell which one it is. Um, mm. Name of the week, Puka Williams Jr. for the Bengals. Just noticed him. Um, I'm not always going to do a name of the week. I just, I just noticed his name. He's a rookie played for Kansas. His name. Yes. He played for Kansas. Oh, baby. See, I got my college football down, baby running back from Kansas. Yep. That is correct. Get on my level, Josiah. I will try. I will try. I will try. I just like his name. (laughs) Well, guys, that does it for us. That does it for West Novirus on this Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your Sunday. Your day's off. I have yes. to go to work today, but it's, it'll be fun. I make pizzas. So enjoy the preseason. Enjoy MLB. Enjoy the NHL coming up. Enjoy everything. Enjoy life. <laughs> and God bless. May Jesus find favor on you. Yes. Strange right. ending to a show. I don't know why it was so positive, but because it's sports, we can literally talk. It's true. It's true. That's a great, yeah. Uh, I just hit my mic. We're in the United States of America. We could talk sports and say whatever the hell we want. It's a great life. Hey, find what you like to do and do it. See ya. Yeah.